Till I'm tiptoed you Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm tiptoed you Hey y'all, hey, thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Em Tip Told You. It's your girl Tip. You know, this podcast is all about my musings on things related to black life and black culture. And today, there are a couple of things I want to talk about. I want to give you another warning about the Chauvin trial. We'll talk about DMX. We gotta hit up the versus battle from last night for those of us who stayed up to watch that miracle happen. Um, and then I want to talk about love songs a little bit. All right, so let's just jump right in. So as I said, um, either last episode or the episode before that, I think it's important. And I just want to give you this this message. It's not, I'm not going in depth about the trial. Those of you who have heard me know I'm not talking about it. They took a break this weekend. So that gave some of you a break who had been watching. My mom has been watching faithfully all day, every day. She's retired and the boys were on spring break, so she didn't have grandmother duties. Um, and she was glued to the TV, much to my chagrin. Because here's the warning I want to give. I think it's very important that we lessen our exposure to black trauma, black pain. Those things over time have very real complications for our own mental and physical health. You've heard me say before, they take some of us out in the street explicitly, like they did Brother George Floyd. But the rest of us sometimes die a slower death because of the rates of stress and stress-related diseases like heart disease, um, cancer, mental health issues, all of these things that can be sometimes positively correlated to our stress. We we need to be more consciously aware of how black pain affects us. And I told somebody the other day the way black pain is weaponized against us. I don't think it's coincidental. I'll use that word. I don't think it's coincidental that this trial is being televised. I really don't. And I want us to just be careful. We don't have to watch. Now, there may be some of us who choose to, like my mother, chooses to watch. There are news reporters who are watching, who are reporting on this for us. We are getting commentary from reputable news sources on what's happening. There are transcripts we can read. I don't think we necessarily need to see it. There is way too much black pain there. Um, And I just wanted to give that caveat before we got started with anything else. That if you choose not to watch, it is okay. In fact, I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. The other part of news um, that I want to bring up is Brother DMX OD'd and was on life support. Now, the last report that I read said that he had been taken off of life support. He was breathing on his own. There were so many of us offering prayers and light to this brother. I am happy to see that. I'm happy to see that. But I want to say something, right? Some of us use prayer like a get out of jail free card. And I don't want you to misinterpret what I'm saying. Some of us pray only when things are really bad. 
Right? I think we should pray when things are really bad. So don't misunderstand me. But I'm also saying that we should be praying when things are really, really good. And so some of us um, believed, some may still believe that DMX is on the on the mend, that he's moving away from a life of addiction. I don't know that we were consciously praying for him to be clean as much as we're praying right now for him to be alive. And one of those feels a bit selfish. Like, again, I am glad that so many of us are invested in this brother's health and well-being. I want that investment to come from a healthy place and not just a place that says, I don't want to lose a music legend. But from a place that says, here is a brother struggling with something. We're all struggling with something. God, please help. Right? Humans tend to focus on negative things. So DMX wasn't really at the forefront of our minds until we get bad news. Again, I think that's normal. I'm not blaming anybody who said pray. I pray, right? But I also think we have to be more conscious of our prayers and use them even when things are good, even when things are getting better. Like, if they, you know, it's easy to remember to pray when your bank account falls below a certain number. Do you pray as hard when things are good, when your bank account goes above your goal, are you praying really hard then? Or does the does God or the gods just get a thanks <laughs> and you keep it pushing? Or is there prayer that you continue to develop the discipline, the skills, the know-how, the, the resources, the contacts that help you have success? This is not a sermonette, I promise y'all, but I do want all of us Um, to grow in our prayer life, whatever that looks like. I'm not saying it has to be a particular kind of faith that you're praying in. You all know I consider myself Christian plus. Um, So whatever it is, is Lukumi, if it's Ifa, if it's Vodun, if it's Catholicism, if it's Hinduism, if it's Buddhism, whatever it is, be disciplined in it, right? Understand it and be disciplined in it. And really, really um, move beyond seeing prayer as begging to seeing prayer as actively, a proactive means to you achieving the things that you really want. Right? You're not just asking for them, right? And I think that's another part of prayer that maybe we'll do a, a IGTV live about this. The other part of prayer is not just the supplication and the asking, right? It is supposed to be, in my opinion, it is supposed to also be about praying for one's own development. And I'm not sure we do that often enough. Like the prayer may be, Lord, please heal my body. This diagnosis the doctor gave me is too much. I think that can be part of the prayer, but I think the other part of the prayer is, God, teach me how to care for my body a bit better. Teach me what foods I need to be eating in this moment, right? Teach me what exercises would be good for my knees. You know, those kinds of prayers also, I think, are wonderful. I think there also needs to be a prayer. Y'all, here's a real life. Here's real life. There was a situation in my life once where I took the dude to the river. 
And some of you know, those of you who know, know where I'm going with this. I took the dude to the river. I, well, actually, he took me, but I asked for him to take me. <laughs> and um, I'm sure he thought that I was praying for our relationship to be he healthy. I was not. I was not. What I was doing was talking to Oshun about me having the faith in myself that would allow me to see the relationship for what it was and to act accordingly. See, I didn't ask Oshun for the relationship or to end the relationship. What I asked for was to trust myself and to see clearly. You see how that's a slightly different prayer? Because, you know, God, Oshun, your ego will give you, your ancestors will give you, within reason, unless it's harming you or harming someone else, will give you what you ask for. And some of us are busy asking for the thing instead of the development. Because if I had asked about that specific situation and the prayer was answered about that specific situation, what happens when I find myself in a similar situation? But asking for the clarity to see a thing, to be able to move above or beyond a thing, helps me when I enter the next relationship because now I have the skills, the knowledge, the resources to do that. And so, well, how did I get off on this tangent? We're supposed to be talking about DMX, but l let me just say that. All right. So I do want us to continue to pray for the brother's health and well-being. I also want us to extend that prayer once he's well and he's walking and talking and praying publicly, and, which is one of the reasons we fell in love with him is because the power of his prayers. So let it be motivation for us to further develop our own prayers. I want to talk about this vaccine listen, y'all. So I'm I'm more than two weeks out of my second dose, which according to the CDC means I don't have to be as cautious. Now I'm still wearing my mask everywhere I go, but the mayhem and foolishness has started again. Listen, y'all, it's gonna be a hot girl summer. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you something. So if you if you're in the state of Georgia now and you're above 16, go get your vaccination, please, so we can have a good summer. Get your vaccination, but still be careful. I still wash my hands. I'm still wearing a mask out in public around people I don't know, so on and so forth, right? But baby, it's a, it, and it also lessens your anxiety. I'm a, a little less anxious about things, right? And... Some people need to hear this. My first injection, I was very sore in my arm. Put witch hazel on it, that was gone in like a day. My second injection, um, my arm was a little more sore than it was the first time. I took a couple of Tylenol before I went to sleep that night. I don't know if it was the Tylenol or the dosage, but I woke up the next morning. I was a little tired. But nothing, like I slept an extra hour, but that, that was it. And then I had a little itching on that arm. And that lasted maybe a day, maybe two days. I'm good. I am Gucci. So if, you, if your fear is, oh, I've heard people have a really bad time after that second dose. Yeah, okay, my mom had the flu-like symptoms. A friend of mine had the flu-like symptoms. My father, my sister, and myself, nothing. So, you know, do what you need to do. Because... Listen, if you watched Versus last night, 
Oh, then you know we deserve a good summer. We deserve a good summer with good summer music, feel good music. Listen, so there are a couple of things I want to say. Number one is the the viewer count was kind of low for what I anticipated from an Earth, Wind & Fire versus Isley Brothers. I, part of it might have been because it was Easter and people were, th- were with their families. But the, that's the beauty of those two groups is that's intergenerational music. Like, who can't listen to the Isley Brothers at EWF? So I was surprised by the view account compared to some of these other non-classics that the view account has been much higher. I was... There's something there. I, I'll unpack it another day because I really haven't thought all the way through it yet. You know, I, I hate think pieces where people instantly come out with an idea. I want to think through that some more. But here's here is what I have thought about, and it <laughs> I have thought about it, y'all. The lyrics on those songs, ugh. You know, I am very big on intergenerational relationships. I think it's very important that young people and old people see each other fully. Let me, side note, which is why I was so pissed. What was wrong with Steve Harvey last night? Besides the fact that he might have been a little tipsy. What was wrong with him? He has such disdain for young people that it was disgusting for me to watch. He has such disdain. And Ron Eisen tried to check him a couple of times. He was homophobic. He's ageist. I mean, just, he's so problematic. Listen, y'all, don't have him host nothing else. All right? He was the, the drunk uncle not making no sense at the cookout. What? Anyway. Anyway. Now, the thing I'm mad at Steve about what I'm about to say may sound close to it, but I don't mean for it to. But there is something that we're missing in R&B soul music now. The depth of those lyrics last night. If you didn't see it, just go pull out. Just, just go to your, you know, your Alexa and ask her to play the best to eat the elements. The best of the Isley Brothers. And just listen to the song. I mean, really listen to them, right? Those lyrics about love say something in a way that we're not talking anymore. And I sat here and was like, how? <sighs> Y'all, okay, again, I'm still thinking through this. We don't have music anymore, and maybe that's why we have a Kevin Samuels, because we don't have music like that anymore. And maybe that's why we have a Derek Jackson, because we don't have music anymore like that. We don't have the music that tells or suggests to people what love really feels like. What love has the potential to be. At your best, you are love. A positive motivating factor in my life. Oh my goodness. Y'all, love songs. Not only, okay, so here's the other thing, right? So, love songs in terms of our relational um, 
dynamics between us and our mates, us and our partners, us and our, you know, for the nights. Because <laughs> you got some of those. I don't think it ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, especially now that I'm vaccinated. <laughs> anyway. But. There also is something about a love song. That you can hear for yourself. Like I was watching verses last night. And I got a little, you know. I don't know how you listen to the Isley Brothers. And you don't get a little, you know. <laughs> But when I was listening to some of these songs, it wasn't even that I was thinking about my lack of a partner right now, so much as it was me thinking about um, this is what I want in a partner. I want somebody to feel like, you know, we can put the sunroof back and have all the windows down and go cruising, right? Like that's the feeling that I want, and it helps me set a standard in place. Do you see what I'm saying? That when you have music about real love or what love should be, what how you should be viewed, you know, those kinds of things, then it helps you decide for yourself what it is you want. Right? I, I, in the last probably, I would say two to three months, since November, let me just be clear. I know a day in, in November 2020, I was like, okay, wait, stop. What is it that you want? And you know what song I was playing a lot of? I play it almost every morning now. Almost every, okay, so there are two. One is Jill Scott's Prepared, right? I, pray, I play that several times a week. But the one I play every morning is Prince's Call My Name. Prince, call my name, because that song helps me set a standard for how I want somebody to think about me. And that's what that verse has put me into last night. Not only, okay, so the Isley Brothers obviously have, I think they one up on the love songs, right? The love songs, the grown folk, when I want to, mm, songs, you know, they win that part. Earth, Wind, and Fire got the, I feel good, I am good, I love good. You know, they just got that stuff going. But both categories, right? The fun, feel good, personal development, and the love part. That's the standard I want to set for my life. And I think in a lot of ways, some of us are missing that kind of soundtrack that helps us in our personal and sometimes professional development. And so I'm going to challenge you. Here's the challenge, right? I'm going to do it too. If you're on my email list, I'll probably send it out next week. I'm going to challenge you to create a list. Oh, how do I? Let's see what we want to do. Let's make a playlist. Hmm. Let's make a playlist of songs that speak to the kind of love we want. The ultimate view of love that we want. And then we're going to listen to that playlist once a month, twice a month. Particularly those of us who are working towards manifesting a good partnership. But even if you're already in a good partnership, work towards manifesting its growth and its potential. It can never stop growing. It can never stop getting better. Those of us who are good being single, play it for your darn self. 
Y'all see, I'm trying to cut down on the cursing. Y'all proud of me? Let, send me an email at drtippatellemtiptoja.com if you prefer to curse in me or this newly reformed me. Um, I still curse. Don't, don't, don't bleed high. Anyway, but let's, let's make playlists for our purposes, right? Earth, Wind & Fire, if you look at the, the album covers, they were very explicit about the messaging. Um, Maurice White was very intuitive. He was a spiritual practitioner. A lot of those, a lot of those songs are healing. They're medicine. A lot of, that's why the soul classics endure. Because they were they were thoughtfully produced. That's why the blues endures. It was thoughtfully produced as a healing balm. And I in many ways black music has shifted away from that. I won't say all black music because you can still find really, really good. This is why I like title. This is not a commercial. Um, it should be. Somebody hit me up. Um, but there's healing in music and there are still artists like Moo Fresh. Purposely creating art to heal. We need more of that in our lives. We need to be using all things, not just music, but everything is a tool. I've, I've said this before. Let me say it again in case you're new. Every decision you make, every single decision you make is either taking you closer to your dreams or further away from them. Every choice. Do I want McDonald's on my way home from work? Whatever that choice is, if that's, you know, and I'm not judging it, but understand that that is that choice is either going to push you closer to your dreams or push you further away from your dreams, whatever those dreams are. Am I going to have coffee this morning? I'm going to have herbal tea. Every dream is going to put you closer or further away. You have once you're clear on what it is you say you want, your choices have to be in alignment with that. And here's what I'm saying. If we choose for medicine, I mean, music, good music to be our medicine. Choose medicine that gets you closer to your goals and not necessarily further away. Now, I'm not judging. I think all music has its place. Listen. If you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. That right there, that a song like that, some days you need that song because it does move you closer to walking away from some things that don't mean you well. Right? So I'm not I'm not judging, but I am saying be aware of how you're using the music. Be aware of how you're using it. It should be your medicine. You should be making decisions that, you know, Allow you to grow into your best self, into your highest self. You are more than capable of being that. You're more, ca- you're more than capable of having what it is you say you want. Once you're clear on the thing. Now, let me, this is the last thing I wanted to cover today. And that is, once you have clarity, once you have the clarity about what it is you want. I told you I've been listening to this Prince song Faithfully, like every day, because I want to be clear on the partner that I'm, I'm, I'm with. The partner that I choose, I want to be very clear on what I expect from that partnership. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
I'm clear now. And because I'm clear, I am able to talk to somebody, have a couple of conversations and then quickly be like, oh, you ain't it, chief. I don't waste as much time. Because I'm clear, I was able to walk away from some some stuff because I became clear. This ain't it. See, once you have the real clarity. Okay, let me, how can I say this? You know, some of us like designer handbags, right? We like designer handbags. And because we buy them from reputable vendors and sources, it's easy for us to recognize a fake. We're not willing to pay you might even rock a, a good fake. Let's be honest. You might even, I have a cousin, she used to say, if you rock enough real ones, occasionally you can throw in a good fake one and nobody will think it's fake because you rock enough good ones, right? <laughs> that, that was our thing. But anyway, if you know the quality of the good, right, then and you get a, a fake, to the outside world who doesn't know better, a lot of us get caught up in this. Listen to what I'm saying. To the outside world that doesn't know better, they think that's a real Louis. Okay? And they're looking at your Louis and they're, they think you've got something. But you're walking around with your Louis. Worried that somebody's really going to be able to see it one day. Because you know that shit ain't real. Some of us are walking around in whole relationships that work like that. You know it's not real. In your heart, you know it's not real because you've become clear on what it is you want. And so you know that this thing is not real, but you've been walking around letting people think it's real. And now you're scared to leave it because you don't want to be judged as the fool that left the Louis sitting on the curb. But you know it ain't no Louis on the curb. That's what, remember when I said I had to pray to Oshun that I would trust myself? I had to trust myself enough to say, you aren't a fool no matter what anybody else thinks because you left a fake Louis on the curb. It wasn't real. And the moment I allowed myself to see it that way, the easier it became for me to remove myself from it. I mean, you can continue to pretend you know what it is because you come home to it at night. You know what it feels like to go to bed, your your stomach hot and tight because you don't know where they are. You're not sleeping good at night. Y'all barely speak in the hallway. Do you know... Long time ago, <laughs> I lived with this dude. Do you know sometimes we would go like three or four days passing each other in the hallway, not saying nothing in the same house? But all I was concerned about was people seeing me with my Louis bag at the mall. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I stay in that foolishness because I was afraid of what it would look like for me to be in the mall with my little Walmart purse. Or to be in the mall with my money in my pocket, not even a bag. I was afraid of how people would view me. And then I'm home at night, my stomach tight. 
when you become clear on the fact that you don't want a love, because that ain't love anyway, but you don't want something that looks a certain way, but it ain't, come on, then you can walk away. And in the meantime, you got this kind of healing music. You can like, I did this last night, y'all. Light some candles, get up and slow jam by your darn self and feel good. Feel good and feel grateful for what's already being prepared for you. I did a free training in the Facebook group the other day on gratitude. Look up the definition in it. It talks about readiness. Readiness is a willingness. I have, I am, y'all, just listen. What's, y'all better mark today down. Mark today down that my, my, my forever on this way, all right? Because I'm working, I'm manifesting it. And you know how I'm manifesting it? I'm not sitting up praying for God to make me the perfect, uh, you know, mate out there, partner out there to come to me. That's not my prayer right now. The reason I know it's going to work this time is because that has been my prayer. But you know what's different now? The prayer is, God, develop me. Develop all of me so that I can attract to myself this thing that I'm clear on I want. It ain't no more confusion. And I'm willing. Just like I told you, I meet somebody, I have two conversations. We, It might not even get to a full conversation. Two or three texts. And you tell me, hey, W-Y-D. Uh, delete. No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. That's my clarity. That's not it. And let's take it out of relationships. Some of y'all don't care about the relationships. Some of you are in jobs that look like a full Louis bag to your circle of, of you. I, I want to call them a crew because I don't want to call them friends. You know, they look, it, it looks like a Louis bag to your crew. So you're scared to walk away from the job because you don't want your, your crew to think you're stupid for walking away from a good job. But you know them people don't respect you. You know they don't honor your creativity or your hard work. Why are you there? You Get clear, y'all. You say you want to be a business owner. Get clear. Stop running it like a side hustle. See, if it's a side hustle, then you sit down on Sundays, you think of posts for the week, but you don't think about the post as part of a longer trajectory of a plan to release a product. You understand what I'm saying? You're hustling it. So you saw this free Instagram or YouTube content on how to do X, Y, Z, and you're doing it, but it's not fitting into a system, so on and so forth, because you side hustling it because you're not clear on what entrepreneurship is. Oh, I, listen, okay. This is so not what I plan to talk about today. <laughs> but you got to get clear. You have to get clear. And I'm telling you, you got to have a soundtrack for that clarity. That's just tip. That's just tip. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Them to Told You. Guys, do me a favor. Go ahead and leave me a five-star review. That would be really great. But even more important than that, please share this podcast with someone you may think find it interesting. All right. Thank you in advance for that. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Tell them to told you. Bye.